Hi there and welcome to the Becoming Coherent Podcast. I am your host, Trisha Murray, and today I'm talking about business of yesterday, today, and tomorrow. If you've watched the movie Scrooged from the late 1980s, you were introduced to a modern version of Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol. Bill Murray, aka Scrooge, and Frank Cross is a top executive of a multi-million dollar television network. And as the story goes, he is visited on Christmas Eve by three ghosts, Christmas past, Christmas future, and Christmas present. As I rewatched this holiday classic, I was inspired to present some thoughts that I've been collecting on business of yesterday, today, and teeing up a little of what I've encountered studying and working with people who are building businesses of tomorrow. And what I've come to define as marketing that means more today so that you can create more with it tomorrow. If you hear something that resonates with you today, I'd love it if you would cast off a handful of stars over on iTunes or share this with someone that you know is wrestling with the marketing, the meaning, or the more right now. Let's start with where we came from. In the human brand, Chris Malone and Susan T. Fisk do a brilliant job of explaining the overarching path of business that has brought us to where we are. Prior to the Industrial Revolution, business was done face to face and lived and died on one thing, the relationship. You might be familiar with the common phrase, the baker's dozen. It became a universal principle that governed businesses of yesterday. In this case, bakers whose commodity was expected to carry a certain weight. Literally, the exchange between bakers and buyers of baked goods was based on the weight of something, and if it was found that that weight was light, the baker's name was trashed. (laughs) In the public square and through word of mouth, news would spread that someone had been wronged, and if it wasn't rectified, the butcher or the baker would perhaps have to consider becoming a candlestick maker. The baker's dozen became a core principle of business to ensure the integrity of the relationship. Businesses of yesterday were artisans and craftspeople who learned and apprenticed with either a parent or a family friend and eventually went on to make a name for themselves, governed by the same principles generally of business like the baker's dozen. Now, there may be some who feel nostalgic for what could appear to have been a simpler time. And yes, business of yesterday may have been simpler, but it was also more difficult. Everything took longer, and for the most part, business was laborful. People inside businesses of yesterday carried heavy burdens. It was laborious and weary work, to be sure. Unless you were part of a certain economic class, life, on a whole, was work. And it was to and from this laborious time that the words of the Christian sage Jesus 
resonated. Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy burdened. Now, somewhere between the Renaissance and World War II, we saw business go through a series of tectonic shifts. It's referred to primarily as the Industrial Revolution. And it was. For some, it would have felt like a revolt. Some would have been making an excellent living and living well prior to these shifts. And they would have been reluctant, at best, to see the changes emerging. There are stories after stories that tell of people who lost everything because they didn't see it coming. It was like overnight, a handful of people woke up one morning and said, we can't continue to live like this, and then single-handedly changed everything. But Malone and Fisk tell us first, it wasn't overnight, it took decades. So it was more of an evolution than a revolution. And almost everything did change. Second, within those changes were trade-offs, some of which we don't fully see even today. I'm not a history buff, so I'll leave the specific causes and effects to others to explain, but suggest that perhaps it was the residual impact of the Renaissance that lit the charge of revolution. Maybe it was the dawn of a new century that provoked change, or just a bold and daring ethos of the time that said we can, so they did. Or maybe there was just something in the water, so to speak, that inspired the minds of Henry Ford and Thomas Edison to lead the charge toward new beginnings. We saw the organization of labor and the streamlining of production, and we saw a heightened period of innovation. Now the downside was that artisan work was replaced by mass production, craftsmanship was replaced by quantity and the paradox of choice, and the relationship changed with business and with the humans inside the business. Our relationship with creativity also changed. Connection and community changed. And we live today inside a culture and business paradigm characterized by what Scrooge portrayed so well, competition, conflict, and scarcity. There are some who may be keying in to something that perhaps hasn't evolved. The level of effortful effort that we live with today reflects and refracts what we see when we look back at where businesses come from. But how is that possible? We have more available to us today than at any other time in human history. We've learned how to streamline production and harness the power of our intellect. How is it that some of us become more than tired and worn out? How is it that we become work-weary? To be fair, the essence of the work-weary has existed throughout all time and space. The work-weary were present in Jesus' day, and they were present when these words were placed on the Statue of Liberty 
at Ellis Island in the United States. Give me your tired, your poor, and your huddled masses. Yes, the tired and the poor, the work-weary and heavy-burdened, have existed for longer than we know, and they are just as present in our time today as they were 200 or 2,000 years ago. I know because I was one of them, and at times I still guard against the influence of the pattern and the riptide. I know because I see us on every continent. I see us in boomers, Gen Xers, and millennials. And I see us reflected in the generation coming up, those who are just beginning their adult lives today. I see us in the corporate world and in entrepreneurs. I see us in the entry-level positions and in the highest echelon of leadership. We are tired worn out and work weary because we are living in a constant state of effortful effort. We might have been the ones to coin the phrases, the struggle is real, because we certainly believe that work and very often life is a matter of grinding it out day after day. We are work weary because we are trying to swim our way out of a riptide that formed during the evolution from yesterday to today. I'm not a history buff and I'm not a futurist, but I will say there's a lot of evidence from both science and spiritual traditions that stacks up in favor of us being on the precipice of another evolution. One commentary I read recently suggests that as we turned the calendar to 2020, we stepped into a new 200-year cycle that is going to require us to learn or relearn, as is the case, skills and abilities that were not well utilized in the previous 200-year cycle. Insights from actual futurists show that those skills and abilities may mean that businesses of tomorrow have more in common with yesterday than today. In the movie that inspired this podcast, Frank Cross is an interesting reflection on where business has been up until now, and the themes of competition, conflict, and scarcity come to life in full color. I've found examples of businesses that are creating exponentially more today because they are building for tomorrow. So how are they doing? Here are three things I learned from businesses of tomorrow that shaped my 10-year journey in becoming more of a business of tomorrow. Number one, they are returning to the spirit of being a craftsperson. Malcolm Gladwell proposed that it takes 10,000 hours to be an expert in something. That equals 28 months solid of deep study and practice, 833 days at 12 hours a day of living and breathing the craft to the exclusion of anything else. Given the sources that tell us that our average attention span is less than a hamster's, 
It's good news that I see businesses of tomorrow focusing less on trying to position themselves or actually become an expert and more on finding their unique expertise. Which brings us to number two. Businesses of tomorrow are evolving their game and the way they play it. I am aligned with Simon Sinek when he says business is an infinite game. Infinite games are the kind that are predominantly played from a desire to be able to keep playing and from a genuine love for the game. When it comes to understanding the keys to playing infinitely, it starts with creating more by uniting the unique contribution you bring to the customer relationship and the community of customers or tribe that you alone can serve with that contribution. It's the intersection between your contribution and your community that begins to shape the game you love. Number three, businesses of tomorrow are building the business on an evolving relationship. There are multiple sides and multiple depths to understanding relationship in the context of coherence. But to start, it's about reuniting the customer and the owner. The owner and the business and the business within a life 360 degrees. Businesses of tomorrow are the ones who are looking for a better way. Not just faster, cheaper, or a way that lets them win more. All characteristics of a finite game. But a way that creates a win for everyone involved. Which includes more than a life of tired, worn out, heavy burdened, or work weary. Thanks for joining me today as I shared some of the goats of business and marketing, past, present, and future. If you found yourself resonating with my brand of different, you can find loads more of it at www.becomingcoherent.com, specifically how I support small business owners as Ms. right now, where I lend them more of my marketing mind or step in as a timeshare fractional marketing manager so that they can scaffold their way to more tomorrow in a way that honors their cash flow right now.